Hello and welcome to the Rams Writer Podcast. I'm your host, Simon. Um, as previously discussed in my last couple of episodes, uh, I th- felt that maybe the stadium was an issue uh, in s- regards to getting a, a takeover or getting us out of administration. Um, I thought that was an issue. And this week, two articles have come out, one from the Daily Mail and one from the Telegraph, that actually say that that is the reason. So I think that could be worth a discussion. So the first article that came out then was yesterday and it was by the Daily Mail. Now I know uh, a lot of people have got reservations with the Daily Mail, um, which is fine. They have wrote a lot of stuff that isn't very pleasing to read. But this, I mean, th- th- this this article, the headline was revealed. Derby County's frustrated potential buyers have been told Mel Morris wants £22 million for Pryor Park and claimed... The total deal would be now over fifty million, a huge twenty million above their valuation. Um, so yeah, um, and it goes in to say that they've had sort of quotes from potential bidders, but they didn't name them. Um, but they've said that the, the stadium's a big stumbling block, and yeah, well, I said it before on my last show. I said that was probably the reason now we all thought it was the borough issue it feels like it might have been an issue but mel's taken that on himself uh, but actually it's the stadium now obviously the stadium itself isn't in administration um so it it's it, i guess it, it, it's quite complex quite a complicated deal um i guess to sort of sort out a, a buyer wants to pay the uh you know want, wants to have the stadium but let's not forget they are spending what looks to be around, well, I think the Binnie's bid at first was 28 million, then I think they upped it to 30 million to buy a club that essentially has no assets. It's got nothing. It's got five contracted players next season, probably going to be in League One. Those contracted players, um, I can't remember, I think the Bird, Knight, Bielik, Ruse, no, I don't think Ruse is, I think Ruse might be, I can't remember. Um, but. With those being in administration and in League One, you're not going to get massive amounts of money for them. You're really not. Um, I think Bielik's got two years left on his contract. Plus, you have to put in the fact that, obviously, regarding Bielik, he is probably our most valuable asset in terms of contract and who he is. Um, obviously, signed for, what, £10 million, was it? Something like that. We're, never gonna, we're not going to get that back on him. Not if we're playing in League One. It, it doesn't matter the player. You know, you don't. When was the last time you see a player? I, I might be wrong, but I can't remember seeing a, a player from League One going for for massive money to a Premier League club. It's not going to happen. With us still in administration, or st- not necessarily not necessarily in administration, but needing money, clubs won't give. They they will not give the the the, um, the amounts that you might be looking for when when you're in, sort of say if we're in the championship if it's a championship player if we're in the championship next season weren't in administration then Bielik probably be looking at going for 10-12 million maybe but again he's had injuries etc he's not had the most consistent time since he's been with because of those injuries so you know what's his value there is no value to our squad really at all so what are potential buyers buying nothing they're buying a name for thirty million, um, and I think Sunderland got sold for thirty million. And they had 
They had their own stadium, at least. We don't. Ipswich, I think, got sold for forty million. Again, they had their own stadium. They had a decent-ish squad. It didn't obviously need stuff adding, you know, players adding to it. We have got nothing. You know, I, I remember just before I went into, into administration, Mel Morris quote said, "I'd sell the club for a pound if I had to." Okay, well, why aren't you doing that now? You know, if you want to save this club. Let someone have it for now. But at the end of the day, what the the problem is, what they are buying is the debt. That's all they're buying. The, the 30 million to HMRC, HMRC, um, I think it's about eight or nine to uh, other football creditors and then whatever the outstanding, I can't remember what it is, whatever the outstanding debt is to the, the non-footballing creditors, which will, you know, probably be 25 pence in the pound if we can get that. So they're basically buying a shed load of debt, and the the criminal one is the HMRC because obviously that that's 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 a lot of money from someone who should have been paying that. You know, you pay your taxes. You know, we all have to, all businesses have to. Why are you any different? Um. You know, so I, if we, <laughs> it it just gets ridiculous. You know, this this stadium is obviously to pay off the loan. From MSD, MSD loaned Derby County Football Club the twenty million or twenty-two million, I believe it is now, which then becomes guaranteed against Pride Park Stadium. So, again, they'll be they'll be they've got to they've got to pay Mel for his debt to MSD. They've got to pay him. It is so biblically catastrophic that this thing is. I fear for the future of this club. You know, when when we're hearing now there's only really two bidders, a UK one and an American one, we don't know who they are. We assumed, or you know, I, I know I'd certainly, and a lot of other people assumed that the the UK bidder was Mike Ashley. However, today, the Telegraph, uh, uh, John Percy brought out a report that said we've not spoke that Quantuma have not spoken to Mike Ashley in two months. What? Why? So, I'll read you a little. I'll read you bits from it. Derby County administrators have been urged to reopen talks with former Newcastle owner Mike Ashley after it emerged that there has been no contact with Quantuma for two months. Ashley is determined to complete a takeover of the stricken championship club and restart negotiations with Quantum to save Derby from liquidation. That's the second time I've heard liquidation this week from John Percy. You know, it, it, it seriously is desperate times. Telegraph Sport understands Ashley was close to agreeing a deal in December, but it is alleged that his camp have now had no dialogue with Quantum since January. So again, a, another deal that could have been done before the transfer window shut. Much like Chris Kirchner, who I know probably didn't do himself any favours with the rants he was going on, but he said this. He said the stadium is a big deal. Now, Kirchner was apparently offering £40 million. That That's what he was offering, but again, it, it wasn't accepted. Why? Who's making these decisions and not accepting them? 
And again, he said it was the stadium and, and Mel was playing a big part in this. Um, negotiations last year were advanced, including discussions over the sale of Pride Park, which is still owned by Chairman Mel Morris, with representative from Ashley's group, also spending time on site at Derby's training ground. Now, there was rumours about it. I saw Twitter rumours uh, about it. Uh, there was stuff in the paper about it. And you just think at a time where it's rumours, hopefully it's true, but we don't know. It looks like it is true now. Um, so Lee Charnley then, who is uh, was the former director, you know, who's basically uh, Mike Ashley's right-hand man, um, was lined up for a similar position at Derby, so he would have been the, the, the managing director, but talks with Quantum have since broke down. I don't know. Despite the current impasse, Ashley remains very interested in completing the purchase of the club and his party held talks with a local MP on Wednesday, which is good. So we, they spoke to Andrew Brigden, the Conservative MP for North West Leicestershire, apparently. Yeah. Um, I met with Representative Mike Ashley on Wednesday who detailed their actions over the previous months. Obviously, Mike is Ashley is still interested and is a very credible bidder, so I'd urge administrators to engage with them as it's quite clear a deal needs to be done quickly. Uh, Nico, so we've been in administration since the bottom of uh, since September and brought in the championship. Yeah, yeah, we renewed manager. Okay, uh, Quantum will hopefully have an preferred bit of this week and maintain talks or goes with other parties. It is understood two parties are based in two parties are based in the UK and America, but the current bids will fall short of meeting the EFL's insolvency policy. Failure to comply with these regulations like trigger the heavy points reduction of minus fifteen next season. It is believed that Ashley has the financial weather or to meet the EFL's requirements. So we have a bloke here. A billionaire. A billionaire. Not a millionaire. Not a multi-millionaire. But a billionaire. I think he's worth around three, four billion. He's just sold Newcastle for 300 million. And we're talking to God knows who. We assume one is potentially Andy Appleby. As the, as the American. Who's the UK one? I've, I've heard people mention Gadsby to me. People have mentioned Mel Morris to me. Um, you know, well, not mentioned it, but that's sorry that that came out so wrong. So I've seen Gadsby mentioned is what I meant on on Twitter. I've seen Mel Morris mentioned on Twitter coming to save the day, being a bit of a hero. I, I'm staggered. I'm lost for words. We have a billionaire. Mike Ashley is there. He wants to buy this club. Yet. What what are Quantum are doing? Messing about? No, not talking to him. They stopped talking to the binnies once they put their bid in. So for me, this doesn't sound like who's making this decision. Who appointed Quantuma? Was it Mel? Because according to Ed Dawes, um, I think it was uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday on 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 the on Radio Derby on sports scene. He's he's apparently uh, spoken to Mel. Um, and said that Mel said the stadium's open open for rental until a, P- a PB can afford to do the transaction. That the twenty two million price will go to pay MSD their twenty two million loan. He said the boxing money, obviously. Uh, I was going to say Carl Fox, but I can't. Oh God, I'm useless with names. I don't know what it is. I think I'm getting old. Well, obviously there's a Zach Parker. That's it. Um, there's that Parker fight that's happening at uh, Pride Park. Ten pound of that's going to the club, which 
only a tenner's going to a club. So you're telling me that Mel this is why I don't this this is why I don't understand about that. Mel Morris has a stadium that is letting a pro boxer use to fight in, which is gonna gain a lot of money. I mean I've seen I think the, the, the cheapest ticket's fifty five pound. The most expensive tickets, three hundred pound. Bearing in mind, obviously, the fighters and and uh, all the stuff that goes with it, they'll get paid uh, with that money. But you're telling me Mel Morris is letting them box there for free? <clears throat> I don't think so. No way is he going to be going. Yeah, you can box there for free. Don't worry. Just put your yeah, ten pounds to the club. No. Um, but also, this this last paragraph, oh, last sentence says he said he didn't appoint Quantuma. He said no bidder had contacted him over the stadium sale. Okay, well, that's what that 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 that's what Mel's been saying. Um, which I guess sort of contradicts what the papers have been saying, who have been obviously by the looks of it, well, especially John Percy, who's spoken to um, Mike Ashley's camp. Somebody's lying. But the interesting thing that gets me there, who appointed Quantuma? They are absolutely useless. Who? Who 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 could that be? Let's think. Who is still at the club earning probably a hundred thousand pounds a year? Maybe probably more, perhaps three hundred pounds a year. Um and Quantuma don't want to talk about to anybody. Who's still who's still here? I can't hmm. Stephen Pierce, has he appointed Quantuma? If it's not Mel, people said, "Oh, it must be MST." Why? Why would MST? They've got a, they've got a loan against the stadium, not on not the club. The stadium company isn't in liquidation. The stadium's not uh, sorry administration. The stadium's not in administration. There is the summit not right. Summit stinks so badly at the moment. You know, I, I, I've I've spoken to friends that I've got at the club, and I mentioned it last time, like that. You know, last on my last show that you know they're unhappy. I've got one who's worked there for years, years and years and years, and they're leaving, regardless of what happens, because they they can't they can't take us anymore. There's there's fans, every you know, there's fans all over Derbyshire, all over the world, who. I have no idea what's going on with this club. We're getting, we're getting this statement, that statement. We're getting nothing from Quantuma. They like to play the silent game. You know, last Friday we had Team Derby saying um, that there was a deadline for the bids, which was Friday, close of play. They then look at it over the weekend, send it to the EFL, and a preferred bidder would be announced this week. Well, we've got one day left. We've got tomorrow, that's Friday, or today if you're listening tomorrow. That might confuse you. Friday. Is someone going to be announced tomorrow? Because what they said, they would pick it and they would announce tomorrow, uh, announce by the end of the, by, uh, this week. Because then what happens is yet another deadline comes and goes and we have no movement. We have nothing. We we go well. That's another deadline gone. Because everybody's fearing the worst here. I I am now fearing the worst. You know, I've seen so many stories coming out, so many rumors coming out. 
And I'm getting to the point, I think I'm at that point now where I'm literally fed up of it. And I know a lot of people are. I've seen your tweets. I've seen your posts on Facebook. You know, I've, I've seen messages that you've sent me personally. You've had enough. This has been the worst time in Derby County. Is it? The worst time, without doubt. And I just don't... I... I, I <laughs> I feel like I'm, I've I've lost faith, and I feel like our club's dying. I feel like it's on like it, it. I felt like it's been on life support, and now we're getting to that point where the doctor comes out and says to you, "You need to start saying your goodbyes," because we're going to turn the life support off. Because that money to the end of the season runs out in a few weeks. Quantum will know when that money runs out. They're the only people that will know when that run. That, that well, there'll be others as well. But are the people fans won't? But there'll be a deadline when that money runs out. You know, we we can't sign players, we can't sign contracts. You know, we've lost Festi Abisali, another player gone, for now, next to nothing. Yozviak gone. Some people will be quite happy about that, but still, it would have been an asset. At times, I I feel like crying. Crying over losing the club I've supported since I was a child. 20-odd years, 30 years maybe. Yeah, 35 this year, so 30 years. There's people that have been supporting this club longer, no doubt. There's people that have been supporting this club a lot less. doesn't matter. This club means something to every single one of these people that pay their money to go and see them play on a Saturday, on a Tuesday, that sit and listen to Radio Derby Saturday, Tuesday, or Monday to Friday because they want catch up on everything because they are passionate about this club. That Watch it on Sky. Watch it on Rams TV. They interact with every single Rams fan that they can do across social media. Yeah, we all have disagreed opinions. Yes, we sometimes don't get on. It doesn't matter. You're not going to get on with everyone. But the one thing you everybody has in common is the fact that they support Derby County Football Club, which could be dead. We're seeing signs now of Mel Morris Club Killer. That's where it feels like this is go- this is this is going now. And I hate to say it. I, I generally hope tomorrow we wake up or, well, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. I won't be waking up, but um, tomorrow evening, five o'clock maybe, we get an announcement. Such and such has been announced as preferred bidder. Maybe it's George Clooney, the one in America. That rumour that, that rumor was amazing, that was. Talk about taking out of context. That that really did make me laugh. If you saw that, <clears throat> um, George Clooney did a uh, interview with Derbyshire uh, Life magazine um, about you know said obviously Niall Horry got him into um, got him into Derby County and the next minute the Sun comes out and said he's interested in buying the club. And you're thinking no, he's not. He didn't even say that. But the Sun picked it up and went. 
Let's go by Derby County. And I joke, I remember jokingly replied to a tweet from um, Derby Telegraph, I think it was, that said, um, consortium of George Clooney, Niall Horan, and Jack O'Connell incoming. Because obviously, they don't, obviously, they're all Hollywood, they all know each other, don't they? So, I mean, George Clooney's worth the money. He's worth the money. Yeah, I think he, he he's a little bit not quite as rich as Mel, but he's not short of a few, Bob. Um, he's worth about like three, four hundred million, something like that. So it's not any any. He, he did apparently try to buy Malaga as well in twenty twenty, but it fell through for some reason. Don't know why, but I d- I'm not really bothered who it is right now, apart from if it is Mel Morris. Because it, it just seems I I I can't imagine what the reaction would be from our fan base. I mean I I've, I've already put it out there, and I've seen you guys. You know you've come and you've said I ain't buying a season ticket again if he's if he owns our club. And I I, I honestly can't. I don't blame you. The stress that he's put on everybody, it's it's unacceptable. I mean, some I know some some question the legality of it, um, but apparently you can do it. But it just it would make him look and it, one. Let's get it straight. So a lot of people say, "Well, no way the EFL would allow him." But technically, when we had um, the last one of the last supporters group meetings, um, he would pass the owner's, owner and directors test. Apparently, which is bizarre. Um, yeah, I. Apparently, one administration is fine, but, you know, that's just unlucky. But, you know, two is, yeah, you, you definitely can't do it, which it, it's laughable. So he could basically put us in administration, cut a load of his debts, and then be like, oh, hello, yeah, I'm back. I saved you. No one wanted you, but I saved you. Please forgive me. No, we can't be having that. No way. Um, that's just... You would have caused the pain and suffering you've caused fans, players, staff, the staff you got rid of, or they've had to, not him personally got rid of, but have, have lost their jobs. There's no way I want, you know, Mel Morris running this club again. Him and Stephen Pearce, get knotted, get out. No way. To run a football club, you need a boardroom, not two of you. Sorry, three. Roy McFarland, obviously, is a director as well but more like an ambassador I think no way that cannot happen I I don't want him anywhere near near this club at all again Um, and I think it would be a a big piss take excuse my language if if he did do that we've there's got to be some there's got to be something else and I just don't I just don't know like I said I'm Genuinely, this is the most. This is now the worried I've the, the worried this the most worried I've been that this club isn't going to survive. I am terrified, um, and I know I've seen it. You know, we, we've fans have got to make noise. We've got to make some noise, um, whether that's the Preston game, the Fulham game that's on TV. Every single day until we are taken over or we're told that we're going to be liquidated, we have got to make noise. You've got to express your your 
your anger at Quantuma, at Mel Morris. A lot of the time, you know, we had we heard fuck the AFL a lot of the time. And that, that would ring out. That, you know, it, it seems clear now it was never really their doing. There's one man to blame. One man to blame for this. And that's Mel Morris. And he can put it right. He can put it right. He could say, okay, I, I, even if he, he, even if he didn't, even if he put the stadium at a price that a um, uh, a new owner, potential new owner, would look at look at buying for, and then he takes on some of the MSD debt, because that's what it's about. It's the MSD debt. So he's got a lease, you know, like, like I said there, he's quite happy to lease it out. Oh, I bet he is. Yeah, well, and then, then until they can afford to buy what? Buy it. What? We'll rent the stadium until we can afford to buy it. The club is in masses of debt, so we've got to pay off that. You've racked up. You've racked up all these debts. You've not paid HMRC. You've not paid um, Arsenal for a start as a football creditor. Uh, you've not paid Lech Poznan, who weren't very happy that you, we, 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 we bought a player off them, didn't pay for him, or didn't fully pay for him, sold him on, and rather than them paying Lech Poznan, it went to the club for the rest of the season. Still owe them money. They've got to do all that, build a new squad, a whole new team, and like I say, 40 players, 40 to 50 players are needed to fill the first team squad and the academy. And they've got to rent the stadium off you until they can afford to buy it. Again, you're just making money. Oh, yeah, you, you give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that. Meanwhile, he'll be no doubt, if this boxing is a success, he'll no doubt be putting more effort into that. Try and get some more events on. He could do what he likes. It's his stadium. If he wanted to put a roof on it, which has been talked about before, he can do that. And give Derby, what, £10 a ticket? Which I have to admit, you know, is is a night is a is a very decent thing for uh, Zach Parker and Frank Warren to do. Give ten pound back for per every ticket back to the club. But it, it, you know, and I can't fault him for that. That that's you know quality gesture that is. But Mel Morris should be making a lot more. You see where I'm going. You see, you see why I'm so wound up about this. Just give the state or, or do something. We have had bids in that have been perfectly fine. We've we've had them, but you're not accepting them because you want your money for the for the stadium because you know you want you want someone to pay your debt off, your loan off. I'll buy a car. I'll get a loan from the bank, I'll buy it, right? Or I'll do finance, I'll do personal finance on a car. So I'll agree to pay it. Yeah, I'll pay it, that's fine. Um, I then sell it on without paying that. Somebody else then has that, that, that debt. You, you can have that debt. You had that debt. No, they're not going to do that. So, you know, you, it, this is this is 
and we had all this stuff about it's Middlesbrough, it's Borough, it's Borough, it's our problem. Don't worry, Derby fans, I'll save you. I'll deal with Gibson myself. Okay, that's fine. And we had Team Derby lapping that up, and that's fine. That's what they were led to believe. That 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 it was because of Middlesbrough, that's why we couldn't move on and get a takeover done. Was that really an issue? Was that really a major, major issue? If I look at somebody like Mike Ashley, who knows Steve Gibson quite well, would have probably been able to sort something out with him. Was that really the problem? You're not going to get prices you want for a club that is in the shit state that ours is in. I, I can't fathom... For me, I get, I understand people are saying, yeah, but the club, is, the club, look at the fan base, look at what we've got, look at this, that's fine. We have got great facilities at Moor Farm. We have got a brilliant fan base. One of the best, if not the best in the championship. But that doesn't always add value to a club. Especially when, you've got to think of these, these millionaires, billionaires, are buying a business. They haven't got Derby County, I love Derby County Football Club glasses on. They've not got them on. They are buying a business that is 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 in a shit state. And they know they've got to gamble and spend a lot of money on it. You know, so say they, they, they bought this bought the club for 50 million. They've then probably got to spend another 10, maybe 15 million rebuilding the squad. It's not viable. You know, businessmen don't get rich by... People don't come being millionaires by always taking a gamble on a football club. Mel Morris took a gamble. You know, Mel Morris, you know, is he a good businessman or did he get lucky with an investment? A lot of people say he got lucky with an investment of, of, of Candy Crush. That's how he made his real millions. That that was a that was a stroke of luck. Then he gambled. Mel Morris took a gamble. Hmm. I'm gonna chuck my money into Derby County Football Club, a local my local club. Try and get us promoted. I'll get a huge windfall when when we get promoted. Keep us in the Premier League, but it doesn't matter if I drop out of the Premier League because I'll get parachute payments anyway, which will top up what I may have lost. Can then rebuild again. Spend another shed load of money, try again, get it right, stay up, stay there for a couple of seasons, then I'll sell the club for a big, big, big profit. That that was his gamble he's took. You look at Mike Ashley, he was with Newcastle for what, 14 years, maybe longer? He was there for a long run. When I spoke to the binners, they weren't this wasn't this wasn't a quick turnaround for a quick sell. This was we want to have we want to own a football club. We want to own a club like Derby County. Because of the history, the fan base, the facilities. And we know we've got to spend money. The minus fifteen points thing. When you're at the bottom like we are, because that's where we are, we are in deep, deep stuck. Having to pay 
a, pe- a points penalty on minus 15, you know, it. if that gets us on an evil, you know, an even playing field, I think most people would take that rather than, you know, rather than spending what they, more than what they believe the business is worth. Um, and for me, I, I think Leeds, Leeds got, did Leeds get, I'm sure Leeds got promoted when they had a minus 15 point deduction. So it can be done. I'm not saying it's necessarily going to be done. I personally don't believe that League One will be a walk in the park, neither. Points deduction or no points deduction, it will be tough. I believe it's, we're going to find it hard to hold on to players, that the, the five players we have remaining in contracts. I do believe that. Um, our academy players, you know, we've relied a lot on them. Um, but I think it, it's tough now with the academy. There's only so many players that are going to make it. Um, the under-23s, seen, I've seen a bit of a, a digression in, in their performances since the, the names that have, you know, the Ebioes, the, 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 the and Knights, since, you know, it it's not an endless conveyor belt of talent. It's not always going to work out. Um, so, the, the, you know, there is going to be, there, there will be some talent in there, no doubt, but it's a step up to League One from uh, academy football. We saw it with, with with the likes of Knight and Bird that they did, it, you know, find it difficult stepping up into the championship. League One's a different ball game. Again, it's a different type of football to the championship. It's I think it's probably a lot more aggressive. You got to be strong. You got to be hard. You got to take the knocks. You know, so it's not going to be a walk in the park. And I don't care. I don't care if we end up in League Two. I will still support my club you guys will still support your club we'll all support Derby County no matter what doesn't matter what league we're in as as I guess future value who knows because you don't know where you're going to be if the inevitable if if if, if the inevitable happens and uh, I say inevitable, it's not going to be inevitable, but if, if we do get a minus 15 points deduction, can't overcome it, go down to League 2, we start a rebuild. We then have to then come out of League 2. It could take a year, it could take two years. Then we have to come out of League 1. could take a year, it could take two years. Championship. We were in the Championship for what? 14 years? Still here? Just? And we're, we're going to go down. I, I, I feel we're going to go down now, that's my fear. Um, I... I, I I've come to the exception to that now. Um, I think even if we win on Saturday against Preston, we've got a game on Saturday. Remember that? Preston has been born international break, hasn't it? Um, but I just I just think we're down anyway. Um, and I don't mind that, you know. And But I just don't want the players to end with a whimper. I want them, you know, because they'll, they'll still believe. You know, they'll, they'll still want us to continue supporting them, continue, you know, doing what we've done every year. It doesn't matter. You know, I think we're at that point now where if we go down, we're down. If we stay up, we'll stay up. You know, buzzing if we stay up, but I think we're more likely down. So we'll still be supporting them. We're just, they'll still be fighting, 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 fighting. Um, I just want the future of this club to be a, a future, not, not a Phoenix club, not, you know, not an AFC derby. I just want it to be Derby County Football Club. Um, and then that's it. 
And there's only one, again, we're, we're back to this. I said it before. There's one man that can that can sort all this out. Like that. Well, actually, there's however many there is in Quantuma and Mel Morris. Five, six men. For me, they have to go and be ringing up Mike Ashley. That, that's 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 the end of it. If they ring up Mike Ashley, look, I actually saw a tweet. I can't remember where it's from now. But it said, um, essentially, Quantuma need to get Mike Ashley, Mel Morris in a room together, discuss, chat, get it done. Because he'll be the one that say he he for me can be the only one that can actually not just save this club, but who has the funds to sort us out. He did it with Newcastle. You know, he he did it with Newcastle. He sorted them right out. Look where they are. You know, I know I know the they're in the Premier League. I know they've been out of it twice, but they went straight back up. They ain't messing around. Mike Ashley, for me, I was always a bit concerned about him. You know, you listen to what Newcastle fans say, but then you actually think about it, you think, well, actually, this guy's a billionaire. Um, he likes to get, he likes to buy distressed businesses and turn them around. He's He's had a tour of the training ground. You know, he's, he for me, there's no way that he's buying a club that is going to go end up in League One just to try and sell it in five years. For me, I think he'll be here and I think he will maybe learn from his mistakes that he made at Newcastle. Obviously with the, you know, they said the stadium was a dump or whatever it was, you know, they're not, the facilities were poor, you know, I, maybe he's learned from their mistakes. Because there's potential at Pride Park, the area, you know, Again, I mentioned it before, the roof. There's potential there. Mel Morris pointing on this boxing thing, Pride Park, shows the potential. And for me, I think that's why he's done it. To try and justify his value. Oh, look what you're getting, look what you can do. You can do a couple, a few of these a year. Extra cash in your pocket. You know, so... There's a company out there, we already know. We know from... June, I think it was, Stadia Vision. Company there, you know, advertising Pride Park Stadium with a roof on it. Mike Horton, former owner. It's possible. It's doable. This club can be saved. So we need to make our voices heard on Saturday. Uh, Black and White Together Sports Group are, you know, they've, they've said that, you know, let's organise a protest. Before the game, you know, we get there at half past one. Show our support for Rooney, the players, the coaches. Between two and half two, we show our disregard to Quantuma, Mel Morris, Stephen Pearce. <coughs> Excuse me. We've got to be vocal now. I've heard, I've seen um, protests of tennis balls, throwing tennis balls on a pitch. Anything. We've got to get us, we've got to get, Mel Morris might not be here anymore. That's fine. Quantuma are. We've, we've got to get some traction on this again. We, you know, that march that we did, traction, that's what it got. It got media coverage. We need to do it again. We need to do it safely and, you know, not putting ourselves and everybody else at risk, you know, and that means, like, not re risking your job or anything like that. So don't go over the top, but make noise. 
do what you can. We, we've got it. We've got to get this back in the media because all I keep hearing about is Chelsea and their takeover and crap at the minute. Chelsea, Chelsea, you know, Chelsea's a different kettle of fish. They, they're getting government help at the minute, so they can balls. Um, so we need to make ourselves heard again. Let's get ourselves back in the back in the news. So that's me done. So Preston anyway the weekend. Um, yeah. We'll win. We'll win. I'm confident. 2-0 no win. Jobs are good. <laughs> no, anyway, guys, thank you as always for listening. I was going to actually say I've got a new Twitter handle, but because my account got permanently suspended because of the EFL. So EFL. Um, basically, uh, if anybody's seen it, I made a, bit, made a little bit of a video edit uh, of Louis Sibley scoring um, and then Rooney's reaction from the bench. They would it together. Uh, shared it on Twitter. And then apparently the EFL, the EFL wrote a letter to Twitter basically saying... There's a load of videos of ours. It's it's all our content. You people are sharing, people are using it and using it for their own good. You need to get rid of them. So that's basically what it was. It's still on TikTok, isn't it? It's still there. It's still on Instagram. Duh. Screw you, EFL. But yeah, I've got my account back now. So I'm still at Rams Writer on Twitter, uh, Rams Writer Podcast on Facebook, and the Rams Writer Podcast on uh, Instagram. And I think I'm the Rams Writer Podcast on TikTok as well. If you want to follow me on there. Um, but anyway, guys, thank you so much as always for listening tuning in, sharing, etc. Uh, and I shall see you again next time. And as always, come on, Darby!